Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D. Marky Davison. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our American listeners live and on replay on the, the audio side of things. Marky D, how you doing? I'm dealing with crazy neighbor playing drums, so sorry if, if that comes through the recording, everyone. I'm absolutely <laughs> livid. Not thankful for that, let me tell you. Uh, dogs barking. It's going nuts here, down under. But Marky D, how you doing on the other part of, on another part of down under? Uh, see, I do, I do the opposite because we have our crazy neighbors here too. Or, you know, some of the neighbors we've been fighting with for ages. Don't know why. But um, I do it when I call the game. I try and be as loud as possible. Like as loud, and I've been pretty loud the last few weeks. We've been losing, so it's been pretty, pretty difficult to see, you know. But I'm um, doing very well. I just want to give a quick shout out to um, all our listeners in uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Florida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, there's a reason why because all those Tampa Bay listeners right now, are like, oh, oh, Mike gave me a shout out. There you go. There you go, Tampa Bay, Florida. Okay. Yeah. Any, any other no, 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 he's one. Like if I if I give a shout out to one of our biggest Steelers fans, uh, Christine, then a Christine okay. listener is like, "Oh my goodness, I got a shout out." It's random by choice, we, we, but you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So each show we can now pick a name from the alphabet, <laughs> a boy's name and a girl's name, and we can just thank that listener. Exactly. Thank you, okay. John. 
Uh, well, I like to thank there. Brian and George. They're the two my they're my two names for today. They're, they're the they're the they're the blokes in the live chat. I'm I'm they're good blokes too, but I'm talking about the audio <laughs> side. Like if you're driving your car and you're like, thanks, Mary, and Mary's like, oh goodness. They know my right. name. If you're wearing a black t-shirt <laughs> while you're listening to this show, you get a shout out. I'm serious. I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm serious. Wait, did it did USA shut out England in the World Cup? Is that a thing? Well, yeah, it was, no, it, was oh, it was nil all. Oh, so that doesn't count. That doesn't count. I guess they shut them out in the goals. Yeah, well, they shut England shut the USA out. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. You know what? Usually, I just, I know it's a completely different sport, but I'm just going to say it. Usually, I'm quite into the World Cup. I'm not with the whole Qatar stuff anyway, but like, I'm just also not, like, I, I, I forgot it was on. Really, I know. I'm not really, I don't know. It just hasn't got me this year. Yeah, yeah me, me neither. I get, maybe because we have, to, like, I'm already waking up at 5 a.m. to watch Steeler games. Do I want to yeah. wake up and watch, you know, 5 a.m. to watch the Aussies? How are yeah. the Aussies doing, by the way? Do they, they want a game? Well, we scored the first goal against when we played against France and then we lost 4-1. And we didn't, uh, we didn't take all our best players. I know people are like, how do you not take your best players? But they didn't pick two guys because they didn't think they played enough this year. But hmm. I can't believe they didn't pick them. But um, yeah. You know what? I'm not a big fan of watching... Of watching. We've got to go back to the Steelers, but I'm not a big fan of watching soccer on TV. I like going. I like seeing it live. I saw Celtic play um, Sydney FC two weeks ago. That was good fun. But um, I, I struggle to watch it live. State state of seals, Daniel said, I'm wearing a black shirt. I got a shout out. Let's go. <laughs> That's <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, great ones. Uh, soccer's pretty big here. We've got a lot of oh, it's huge here. And, 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 huge. huge. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, let's get into the Steelers. Marky D. Look, last week, we got into the injury report, of course, as we always do. But I just want to, I don't want to dwell. You and I will cover last week as we talk to the show. But in kind of like 50 words or less, are you on the, they were lucky to get close or are you on, oh, they only just lost that game? No, I was really disappointed because they lost. Like I don't, close doesn't mean anything to me. I think you've got to go out and then win. They, they, they had a chance. Do you think, I, was... I guess my question is, do you think they were really in it when you look back on it as a, as a, as a, as all uh, like a, Yes, I, I from the first half. All four quarters. Okay. All four quarters from the first half. I thought, wow, twenty to seventeen, we scored twenty points in the first half. Like that was amazing, right? But they allowed seventeen points too. But I thought the halftime, and then coming out of the half, it was this struggle streak. It was just a, just four drives in a row. I think three and out, and it was just awful to see. Um, you know, from the the play calling and the execution of the plays was just really bad. And it was like, well, and then you kind of felt about six minutes into the third quarter, you're like. I think it's done. I think it's over, you know? And they're only, and then they'll down by seven and then, and then um, 14. You're like, oh, the game's over. Cause they, you can't score two, two, two TDs in like three minutes. They scored the one last TD, but it was too late. Yeah, that's right. They had like, they got the ball back at like three minutes, 42 on the clock or something. And then they, they, they moved the ball, football down the field, but it was far too late. And I was like, why even try now? But it was frustrating because I was really hyped for the game. I put all my energy in hype and it, just didn't go our way because Joe Burrow teared us apart. Like that defense just couldn't couldn't cover Higgins, couldn't cover Boyd, couldn't cover the uh, not Steve Irwin, Irwin the receiver. <laughs> you know that that guy from who's a uh, a gunner or return or something. Like they just he tore us apart. Like and and they gave us like 
interceptions as well, right? The TJ one was amazing. Yeah. I don't know how he gets that football. Like, he's almost like blitzing, then jumps back on the one foot, and he knows he's got Joe Burrow's number. But um, that's more than 50 words. But that oh, it was it was a hard one to take because I think it, it points out the season could be over. But I'm still an optimist. And I'm thinking seven in a row, let's go. Do it for Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Do you need, oh, yeah. Do you think they need all seven in a row? Six. Oh, they need, they need something. They, they probably need this game, to be honest. Colts yeah, I don't get this game. Games. It's going to be, it's gonna, you know, you're, you're up. Three and seven it's is hard three. enough to tr- even try to get in the playoffs. But they just, in, in all reality, too, you just got to win a game. That's what they're, but they're not backing it up either. They haven't this year haven't won back to back games, which is yeah, been in a long time. I don't know the last time they've done. Yeah, it. remember when I said, remember when I said that to you last week on the, in the show? I said maybe they could go on a two game winning streak. Um, hasn't happened for a long time. But look, looking at the injury <clears throat> report, uh, and I'm going to go to the Steelers one. I was looking at our BTSC one before the show. We BTSC always has. You're running sort of updates on all things Pittsburgh Steelers, your one-stop shop, all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, but I noticed, I saw something on a Colts Twitter. So anyway, going to the lineup um, Friday, obviously that's when we're going live right now in the US. Um, Connor Hayward was sick, did not practice. Kelly Witherspoon, hamstring, did not practice. Jalen Warren's obviously had that hamstring complaint. I think he's been limited. I don't know if he plays this game. I'm thinking no. Miles Boykin has the oblique. Mason Cole was limited after after not practicing earlier in the week. Of course, the Steelers have changed their format of the injury injury report, so it's very hard for me to compare days. Thank you very much, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, James Daniel had the groin complaint, and Robin Spillane had the back complaint. And it, I think that when I was reading the BTC article, I think it was summed up as sort of saying they – didn't practice earlier in the, they didn't show up earlier in the week. So whether that they were had these niggling complaints or whether they um, were things that have popped up at training, who knows? Um, TJ Watt rested coat, um, but was full, full participant um, after being rested earlier in the week. Hayward was rested earlier in the week. Ogan Jovi was rested earlier in the week. I think they're all all right. No, they're obviously managing the load with Hayward of his age. They're obviously managing Ogan Jovi with injuries. They're doing the same thing with Watt. If they can play on Sunday, get through the season. That's all we're looking for at this point, I think. Um, Colts, DeForest Buckner, their like all-star defensive tackle, did not practice. Ribs illness. Um, Kylan Granson, their tight end, did not practice. Dennis Kelly illness, did not practice. He's a tackle. Quiddy Pay, their good edge rusher, he did not practice. Ankle. Um, Grover Stewart, who is a defensive tackle, didn't know about this guy. Um, he didn't practice, wasn't injury-related, but he has had shoulder complaints before. Ryan Kelly, their starting center, has a shoulder and knee, and obviously uh, anyone that knows a little bit about the Colts this year knows that their offensive line has really struggled with different injuries. Yannick Ngokwe, their other good edge rusher, had a back complaint, limited practice. Paris Campbell, their wide receiver, and they've got a thin wide receiver room. He was limited practice. Oh, sorry, he was full practice after having illness. Very hard to read when they've got like four players in one line, one player in another line. You know, it's, these injury reports, someone needs to fix this. It's an it's con- absolute controversy. Um, Matt Pryor, their guard tackle, um, was a full practice after illness. And their big TE from the draft that some still fans would be familiar with from different draft nicks 
wanting to talk about him is Jelani Woods, the six foot seven, two hundred and sixty five pound tight end. Six he foot ha- seven. Yeah, he's massive. Um, for Far practice. Out. Yeah, and he can catch too, man. The guy's a weapon. That's a that's a tall fella. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. So Jennifer put something nice after I go. I want to go through the report there again, but um, she said she went out for lunch with her daughter and a Bengals fan sat next to her and her daughter, and we were in our Steelers gear. And she said, "At uh, as in a and she sat. I think next was in a Bengals mm-hmm. sweatshirt. She pointed at my jersey and said, nice game.' Yeah, I wow. think that is cool. You know, and like the thing I would. Did you see the interview with Joe Burrow this week where he was with Colin Cowherd? Nah, I, I avoid that guy. Man, I'm not a big fan of Joe Burrow. Well, he no, was pretty complimentary to Kenny Pickett. He's, he's, uh, he's... It's just not my guy. I know, but if, <laughs> as they say, if he was on any other team, he would nah, just If he was on my team, I'd be Joe Burrow time. But no, nah, I just don't like him, mate. I found, you know what I found interesting? Yeah. I was listening to Ben's podcast the other day, and like he was slagging on Justin Herbert big time. I was like, really? Like, yeah, he doesn't like him. Yeah. yeah. That's mm. interesting. Maybe he's a bit, hmm. maybe jealous. I don't know. I don't know. What's, you know? <laughs> I got to bring up Bill Lips. I love this. Wow. For pro athletes, sure seems to be a lot of injuries. <laughs> oh, you're on <laughs> to be fair, like, I completely agree, right? And you see this in the, in this World Cup they're doing now where people are diving. And, and that's what actually Ben was making a joke about with Herbert. But I've heard him say things about Herbert before. But um, they also get into trouble. Like if they don't put these things on the list and then someone injures something in game and they said they had it previously, they get in trouble. But it's just, as, as I always say each week, I don't know if everyone always catches us live or not. Every time I go to read that report, we've been doing it since like week two or something. There's a different designation or a different thing, whether it's a dash yeah. or it's an asterisk or it's a brackets or it's unspecified. It's do not, did not practice. It's limited, the limited full practice. Now I always understood that it was limited like did not practice DMP limited for practice or out like rested. And then as you get close to the game, it's like out or quite, or it's questionable on the, the Friday practice. And then it, you, you it determines out before the game. But now I say this season, we've had dashes unspecified. There'll be things all across the different lines. Like when I read the report just well, then it's all in a list. And usually it's, it, it's in a vertical list. So, this week it was in a vertical list. Usually it's horizontal. So you can see day by day how people have progressed. Now you've got to scroll up and down. Like it's just it's just silly. I'm just thankful we haven't got the COVID thing anymore. Remember those those lists. Oh were man, those designations. And you're on the COVID list, the COVID pup list, and <laughs> this designation and that designation. Like no team was left. There was it's just too complicated. It? We shouldn't even was know. It? We shouldn't the even Bron- know. The Broncos had no quarterback and they played with their receiver uh two years ago. It's amazing, isn't it? They didn't even have their quarterback in their in their team. They had three of them out. Now they play their they had to play their receiving as a and I think they're passable like three times. Yeah, I'm 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 thankful for that, man. You know, there's no that stuff going on now. So it's like we have their, you know, injuries happen, but guys are resting too, right? And we don't know. Like this it just says limited. We don't know the ex- we're not doctors here. We're not even we're not even over in the States. How do we know? But no one but no one knows. Like I played a game of rugby with a crack sternum, right? Right. <laughs> you know? Man. Like, you know, 
They some some of the some of the American guys should watch rugby league and see the players what they do to the, do their fingers and stuff. Like they just like just got a finger, they play with that, or they put it back in line, or the elbow. I had this index finger on my, I get visually, yeah, my right hand. It, I had it yet the knuckle, not, not like the hand knuckle, you know, like the middle of your finger knuckle. There's probably a name for that. No one's ever told me that name. Anyway, it was bent at like a 45 degree angle, and I oh, right, Brian, Brian Brian Boldinger. Yeah, literally, it was it was like a bright one, right? Now I know how lucky I was. So I go off on halftime. The physio like goes to get some tape to tie it up. He's like, "Do you feel like you're still playing?" And I just sat there, and it was so painful. So I just popped it back in myself, and then kept on going. It's on. A, it's on. A, it's straight, but it's kind of like always been tilted ever since. How does that guy give directions? You over, uh, if you go uh, left, you're right. Like he's just. Nah, like, don't mock Baldy. Baldy gave him shout outs <laughs> on Twitter this year. Like, nah, he's so. a good fella. I do like him. But his, his fingers are messed up though. Like that is incredible. I don't know why he wouldn't get a fix though. I don't, like, can he can he hold a cup? How do you hold a cup? It's just, it's everywhere. <laughs> oh, it, it, I can't even think. Yeah. Uh, Mark Malone says rugby is brutal. It is. It really is. is. Brutal. Yeah. We're a bit, we're a bit all, a little bit, uh, Covering a lot of different things on today's show. Oh, I do it on purpose. I try and sidetrack the show as much as we can. I know that's since since we started. <laughs> since we started, you tried to do that to me. Oh, the stuff everyone for the listeners. When I mean, I, and it depends on how long you've been listening to us. We started out only on the audio side. When we're on the audio side. Our shows would actually go for like two hours and then Mark and I would do funny things and or Mark would try and like put me off and stuff. And then I'd have to go back and clip it all together sometimes, right? Anyways, so it's just funny as we go to the audio, as we've gone to the audio and the, I guess you call it the visual side of things, um, how we, how we're all video side of things, how we're able to like, there's still things that Mark will do that, uh, that make me, remind me of things that we've, it's happened previously. And then it's very hard not to crack up. So it's always hard to keep the straight face. <laughs> well, here's a question. Here's a question for the audience, right? I've talked to this about my mate, uh, Daniel from Southern Steelers, right? Yeah. And this really intrigues me. Like I've never seen your legs. Pardon? Well, I've never seen your legs. Like you've never seen my legs. Honest, in yeah. two years, have you? When do you talk to a person Actually, that? This is funny. This is funny. My legs? This is funny. So, I I'm a remote worker. Like I work from home like all the time, right? And I work for an American company, and I have never met most of my team. There you go. Right. <laughs> And so when I met a couple of people a few months back when we tra- I traveled to a, a part of Asia and we had certain people had in the conference, someone said to me, you're way taller than I thought you were. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how tall did you think I was? And they were like, I'm just not as tall as you are. And I was like, but how would you have any clue? I'm sitting on the other side <laughs> of the camera. Like, it's one exactly. of the funniest things I've ever heard. And so, and we had this, I had the same thing. I had to book a flight and I don't do well when the the coach or the economy it's not that I'm crazy tall but I have a back complaint and with my height and all like, the rest of it and so I had to book like the, the class up to get a bit more leg room on one particular airline because they're known for having smaller space and I, and I said oh look I had to put this through because otherwise I'm going to aggravate this injury and they're like well how tall are you and I was like and I, and I said it went over and they're like oh okay <laughs> I'm just like we didn't think you were that tall I'm like how can you make assumptions like that about people well put it this way if reality was based off YouTube Right, which is yeah. not, but if it was, yeah, you and I never leave our room ever. Like, you only, ever, you only ever see us here, like, and, and that's where we do the podcast. But I just find it funny. Like, I've never seen your legs, not really. I don't think so. That's what I also found funny going back to the Steelers 
Everyone talks like, oh, Zach Gentry is a big guy, right? Six foot seven, he's a big guy. And you sit there on paper, you say he's a big guy. But when I went to the Bills game against the Steelers and I saw him, that was when he got his first reception before like the start of last oh, season. You know, right, the one we right. joked yeah, about yeah. off air yeah. that time. Yeah. And, um, but when you see him and in the photos and he's standing that much taller than like everyone that's like six foot four, six foot five on the O-line, then you're like, man, that is a big dude. Yeah, true. But he, but he, he's even bigger than um, Frymuth, right? And Frymuth's a big guy. Yeah, Frymuth's six five. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, anyway, people didn't listen to the show to have an anatomy, <laughs> anatomy <laughs> philosophical existential <laughs> podcast. So, Rats. I guess, is there anything like <clears throat> to me? There was one of the big storylines coming out of the game against Bengals was Kenny Pickett progressing. I felt he progressed. I felt Kenny yeah. Pickett was was terrific. There's I've got all these screenshots on my phone of like some remind me to go back to so when I'm doing like an end of season sort of stuff because the plays that he ran in certain points and what he did. I, I just, you know, I get him. Kenny's going to, everyone's going to miss reads, whether you're a Hall of Fame quarterback or you're a rookie quarterback at times. I get he has had some of that in the middle of the season, but, or the middle of the games that he's played, if you, for want of a better term. But I, it's just all I can help thinking about the Saints game and then, but particularly the Bengals game. I, I think he's being let down by two things. Yes, it's the play calling. Scheme that's hard to say in different scenarios. Also, I just, while I like a lot of the Steelers receiving core, they're not. Look at the Bengals receiving core. Yeah, Demar they're not. Case, they're not. Tyler Boyd. They're, they're just not there. They're like, yeah. if everyone else is a 90 out of 100, 90, anywhere between 85 to 100 out of 100, they're like, 68 to 75. Like I'm kind of putting a Madden spin on it, but that's just what it is. Like Pickens is not. Pickens is in the 80s. But he's, Johnson, a rookie, but he's, but he's a rookie up. too, and you can't like you can't expect a rookie to go exactly. out and do things. You have Stevenson. I do like him as a receiver, but he's so like a fourth, fourth guy. Fourth guy D- yeah. DJ, I think he's checked out for this year. I really don't think he wants to be a stealer. I, I get this vibe that he doesn't. He's not on routes. He's not. He's not like. It's just his running ability has really lacked a big time. Now, of course, they got rid of Claypool, but you have what? Who do you have? Pickens, DJ, and Sims. That's that. Those are your guys. And Gunnar and Boykin, and you know. And now Boykin's in it too. So not they're not really high price guys, you know, for this like receiving call. And Pickens will be will be a gem probably next year or the year after. It'll be like physical threat and hopefully. And we've talked about bringing back if Juju come back too. But you're right, he hasn't got weapons like that, you know. Yeah, um, you need, you need it's, four it's guys. Difficult. Yeah, it's very, very, and I think the one guy who should be stepping up, and 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 Kenny even talked about trying to get DJ in a better position with the play calling or scheme and getting him involved. Um, was DJ right? But then when you do get him involved, he's dropping the football, you know, a lot of times. So I think there's like he should be coming out and trying to be number one, but there's no there's no guy for Kenny to throw to right there, like a guy like Big Ben had AB, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We linked up with Hines, linked up with um. Kenny's going well with Muth, though. Like, he's going well with Muth. Yeah, he's just, him it bodes well. Think about the Mahomes style. Right, so know. that's that's like his safety net to a certain degree. But I feel I feel like when Kenny gets in, in, uh, out of the pocket, these players aren't coming back on their routes. I've seen some things. They're not They're not doing that. But DJ is one of those players. He should be coming back all the time. But he he's checks out. He's the one that checks so out So this a is lot. what I was going to say. His body language does not good. And not just on the field when he complains. He like the press conferences. He's always. I was going to say it is. It is. 
not good in press conference either. It really isn't. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think he well, wants to be in the NFL. Head. I was about to say, my take, I don't think he plays out this contract in Pittsburgh. I'm not saying they move right. him on in the offseason. I, I just don't mm. think he plays out this contract in Pittsburgh. I, I can't see I it. know he's, he's a quieter guy, but he does, doesn't seem, any, seem to be any confident in his speech. And there's always the same excuses. It seems like he is a, like, a, like a me guy, but he's not a, not a team guy. We have a lot of me guys in our team, I think. You know, and, I, and Pickens did, did a me thing where he led with his head and got the penalty. You can't be doing that kind of stuff, you know? And I'm kind of sick of this celebrating with the 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 hand, the, the finger under the nose, whatever that means. I just don't like this stuff. Individual success is not not great for the team unless you are like an Antonio Brown, but then he went crazy. But we all know the receivers can be divas too. But you're right. There's no guy for really Kenny to throw to or, or start to link up with. And that's and that's frustrating, I think. Yeah, and, and look, I don't want to... I don't want to again blame it on the offense. The offense actually put up some like thirty points. They um, did. They, they did. And and state of the Steelers, you know, <clears throat> says like you know, Burrow was without Chase and Mixon was able to, able to outplay the defense. And that's the thing is like for me, I've said all season you have to be able to score thirty points in games to win in the NFL. We scored the thirty points, but we still couldn't shut him down. When the- Mixon went down, did you think they had a more of a chance? Because then when he went down, they actually got it was even worse. You know, Malachi no, didn't, uh, didn't think they had more of a chance. It goes back to the whole when we had Claypool thing. Look how much better we are. We got rid of Claypool. Now you can say it's just the individual, and I'm not saying that with Mixon, but <clears throat> to me, it's having to spread the love of the football. And I think I like I was high on him coming in the draft. Everyone said like, "Oh, you're picking the fifth round or something." I'm like, "No, this guy is a second, late first rounder in terms of talent." I. I mean, this is the thing. If you if you, if the Bengals said, oh, we want we don't want Deontay Johnson, we'll trade you for T. Higgins tomorrow, which they would never do if they would have a sanity, I would do it in three seconds. Like I I, I think T. Higgins is an incredible um wide out. Now a lot of people say, can he be a one on his own? He could be like we always used to talk about Juju as the best two A. He'll be a much better two A. Mm-hmm. I think he's a one B to one A. <clears throat> and I like I just I mean, look, the super fan in me thinks, imagine him having Higgins, Higgins, Brimuth, and Pickens. Oh, my God. But hmm. that guy is going to get paid, and, and he's with more football. The more football he can, you know, get more touches, I should say, he can get. And he, he, he can make a big difference. So when Mixon went out, I was like, okay, this is good because it means if they get a lead, they might not run down the clock. But I was a little bit worried because Higgins hadn't done a lot. And trust me, Higgins is on my fantasy list, right? I know when he hasn't done a lot, he it turned on big time for me in the in the and it got me over the line. I won my fantasy by like a point or two because he, he put up points. So like, yeah, it, as I said, that but the immediate reaction that you said, Mark, there is is right. It's Steelers fan. You're like, well, no, oh, we should be in with a chance now. But that just got me thinking now Burrow is gonna have to rely on everyone around him. Um, from the receiving game. And and when Burrow's back is against the wall like that, he does he turned, do well. He turned it on. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely killed the defense. It's when they Never think did. everything's running smooth and whatever and just doing enough. That's when they have problems. Mm-hmm. You see it. Because in the first game against the Steelers, they knew they thought they could come in there and smash them, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and he threw the turnovers. You even go back to the... Um, Go back to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> P. Ryan didn't do the stuff that he Dan Mixon didn't do the stuff they've been doing this season. Yeah, you look back at that Super Bowl, it's like, how did you lose that? But you didn't do anything on offense, right? Mm. So this Bengals team, when they actually rock up the play, they rock up the play, man. He had three touchdowns. And, I, and like there was even a few like like um 
I think it was against uh, Minka or something in the backfield. Like, how did you get, it, get that, well, that wide open? But they were on fire. They actually picked apart the defense. And that's another reason why we lost the game was 37-30, right? We'd, they let too many points in. And it was frustrating because you saw in the first half of 2017. Um, but I, I think, I think like, Pickett can, you know, of course, we're going to go with Pickett for that last, you know, seven uh, seven games. What are your thoughts on Jerry Dulak with um, – he, he wants to sit uh, – he said sit Pickett. Why? That's what he said in, 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 in an article. Why? I don't understand that. Why would you want to I'm, I'm asking you the question. <laughs> well, but I, I want to get back to Jerry. And I would say, Jebear, Jebear, what are you doing, buddy? Jebear, like... Hey, hey, buddy. But why? Like, I don't understand this. Like, uh, Terry Bradshaw, like, had was it, 23 interceptions in his rookie year. Um, Peyton Manning had 22. Ben, people forget, Ben, three years in, had 26 interceptions and led the league, mm. like, right? So what? And and Kenny Pickett's not doing that. I, I mean, I've seen stuff in the live chat where Bradshaw said Pickett is Jimmy G. I don't think he is. I think he's got a better arm than Jimmy G. That, that's just me. I think I think he does. Um, whether he's going to be elite, that's what everyone keeps talking about. People talk about Cousins. If Cousins hadn't have left Washington, if and if they actually mm-hmm. had like some proper ownership, he would have been a lot better. I think he would have been a lot better player. Like that Cousins was done. Like the Cousins. Robert Griffin the third whole thing was. I don't but you look, you look at their receiving core. The got, he's got Justin Jefferson, right? One of the best receivers in the game. And Adam Thielen, and yeah, mm-hmm. fine. But but then you can say the same thing about Ben. You know, Ben had AB. Ben had Montavious Bryant. You know, like you, it's like I'm standing this, a quarterback. This team is pretty young though. Like on the offense, when you think about it, on the offense, we're pretty young, and there's like no real stars out of players. Only stars out of play would be DJ, and he's like, uh, you know, no, Pickens would start on most teams. I think Pickens, but, is but he's but he's, what I want to say, he's, he's still he's still young. Though. That's what I'm trying to say. Like he's still yeah, pretty 100%. young. Right? Well, I mean, Pickens is 21. He's he might really have turned 22 yeah, by yeah. now, but like he ended the he ended in at 21, right? So, like, yeah. But as going back to the Pickett thing, um, why wouldn't you want to give him more game time just to get used to the NFL process and build more chemistry uh, with Muth, <clears throat> like Muth and Pickens and I mean. Get work out what he's comfortable with, work out what he's not, let him know like timing of counts. And the thing is, right? Thing is, you don't, we've talked about fans as you can't, like, you and I have had this a bit of a narrative as, as other people that comment on the Steelers have had around. You, if you can't, if you're not prepared for the bad times with the Steelers, don't be prepared for the good times, right? Like, it's not, you know, you got to go through the bad times to get the good times. But same thing with the Steelers. If Kenny is going to be the franchise quarterback, if he is going to be the leader, and the guy's not afraid of adversity, look back at his college career, it's there. He has to take this team through because he is 24 turning 25. He is going to be Pickens and Jalen Warren and Freemuth's leader. So let him show it. And then that way, when the Steelers are improved, when they are better, when they are in there with a shot, people around the locker room, when Kenny's got to give a rising speech or in the huddle, he's got to give something that like gets everyone fired up to go out and win it in the fourth quarter. You can say he's been through it. He knows. He understands, right? Like, yes, we 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 trust you. You've been there, done that. You've had that that, that those that those losses or that tough season. So I don't know why you wouldn't want to keep playing Pickett. I it this that, that's one of the hardest things about being a Steeler fan. Sometimes is with the fan pace. It's like. Everyone will be like, "Star Kenny, Star Kenny, Star Kenny," and then everyone's Kenny, like, "Please not Kenny, away, please not away, please not away." Like, I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm just sitting there going, "Kenny, Kenny, Kenny, can he win?" Like, people go, "Kenny can't win games in this league." 
He's won two games in this league. He's only played seven. Exactly. And he didn't get a full off season. He didn't get treated like what a lot of number one, like first mm-hmm. um, first round pick quarterbacks get treated like. So, and and the, and by that I mean the the exposure to the. Do you do you think plays, it feels like being number one playing with the ones, all that sort of stuff? Is this Kenny's team now? Do you think he feels like it's his team? Well, do you think there's, there's still pressure? That he could lose it. He could always lose his job, kind of thing. Is it? Is it you know what I mean? It's like Justin Herbert's team. It's Josh Allen's team. Is it his team? I think it's his team more than he realizes, and I don't think Kenny takes anything for granted. I think he's really mm-hmm. mature in that way. But he's I think good. after this season, that his mindset needs to start shifting a little bit into, okay, I'm backing myself enough that like, and the Steelers need to be up front like this. We're giving you a real <clears> shot at this, mate. The next couple of years, we're giving you a real shot. I mean, there's other thing about it too. Like Kenny will be 25. I forget when his actual birthday is. I think it's um February 2nd. I'm pretty February sure. No, I don't even okay. know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know when his, I don't know when his birthday is, but he's going to be about 25, 26 going in next year on his second year. Obviously, you're going to do the five years of the rookie. Like, we could build this team up around uh, so that when Kenny's mature, like, they can go out and really win and spend money elsewhere on that rookie contract. And if it doesn't work, you go again. But Kenny in that time might prove that he's worth, you know, that he's going to be the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a decade. Like, I mean, people bag Kirk Cousins. There, there was that Vikings, like, that Vikings team got really good down there in a couple of years in a row. And they had like, really, really good teams that went to NFC championships and deep in the NFC, like, and the playoffs and stuff. And sometimes it's the bounce of the ball there. Like, you know, so what? Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, Drew Brees only, what, didn't he only win one Super Bowl? Like, yes, I think so. I think you can have the best quarterback around you in the world and, so, like, Peyton Manning, when they won, and I know he's one of the greats, but when he won that Super Bowl with, with the Broncos, that wasn't the that wasn't Peyton Manning winning. That wasn't Super Manning. Bowl. Go back and watch his uh, football. Exactly. Arm. So, like, terrible. People go on about Kenny being a game manager. I think he's a lot more than that. Do I think he's in Ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes? Um, I don't think we class. could even label him. I don't, him yet. I don't know. How but, can we label does him? Does it matter? That doesn't matter right now because it's not going to happen in his rookie year. So, who cares? To me, it's it's like if you want to look at it where we're three and seven, this is like seven preseason games, right? With the seven games where you can evaluate what he's doing. I think he's he's getting better. He hasn't thrown a pick in two games. Um we had, had the T D to George Pickens over twenty yards, right? That was that was good to see for the first time this year. That's a it's positive. Um big Monday night spectacle too. I think he's pretty confident in the, in the um in locker room as well. I think he speaks with confidence. I think he speaks with, you know, that that steal away to a certain degree. You know, I think he's he's pretty Pretty switched on and, and studies and stuff like that. So we'll yeah. see what, what can, you know, transition over into the Colts game where you just want to see him be successful. Now, that, that hopefully that is more yards and big plays and um, some TDs, but I'm not giving up yet. I, I want to see the, the rest of the season. And that's what we've got to focus on now too. We, we're probably not going to go to the playoffs, unfortunately, unless we do win all the games. But you got to focus on, on, on Kenny's development this year. It's going to be fun to watch the last seven like, games. We're always in this vying for the playoffs, make the playoffs peace. And that's where you want to be. I'm never saying you don't want to And we're be still in it. Seven still seven. in it as we talk today. But maybe giving the Steelers a chance to actually go through all this and do proper postmortems and do a bit of a reset. And by reset, I'm not saying 
it's a cleaning the house, everyone's gone to it. But just fixing some of the little things that are holding the team back that are harder to do when you don't have as much time, maybe that pays off. Maybe getting you get comes in the season, getting Kenny to have a few weeks off mentally. Get I, I always talk about this. The hardest year of your career, I feel, is being is being a, the rookie year. Not just because of getting adjusted to the NFL. You basically pl- you basically go from like May one year to almost February or, or January, like you know the not the year later, but the following year. So like you go from like, let's say May, 2020 to like, you know, February, 2022, because the whole process of that final year in college, bowl games, draft process, being picked, rookie mini camp, learning a team, playing a 17 game rookie season, maybe playoffs as well for some rookies. That's a, that's a lot of mental pressure and you're on every single week. And so like, I also think about guys like Pickens and, Warren and 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 Pickett, what having this off season will do for them the the ability for Najee and Freeman to like go through their second like well, they had a second off season this time but their their second off season not as rookies and just focus on what they need to do and get that little bit extra that little bit more better um get a little bit better a little bit more better um I think that's going to be a really big thing for this team very yeah. young team. Maddie, they're uh, only three games behind the wild card. You know, we got we got a chance. Tell me there's a chance. They beat the Colts, they move up, the Bengals lose, the Bengals gonna lose, and we need the, the Patriots to lose, we need the Jets to lose, and we're sweet. Well, Let's with go. that, we're gonna go to a quick word from <laughs> our sponsor, and we'll be back in a couple of seconds. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D, Marky Davison, as always. Look, let's let's look ahead to the Colts game. We did a lot of talking about Kenny Pickett. I was going to actually ask you some questions Kenny, about Kenny. the defense. Can this defense rock up the play? Can this defense... Can, can something, can someone inspire someone? Like, you know, there's only a few yeah. guys now I think are trying. They got absolutely blitzed. Uh, this is like the, the game you kind of have to. Now, you know, I've been calling for Matt Canada's job pretty much since day one of this season, but um, there's pro- probably a lot of pressure on Austin too, right? And you have a lot of these, you know, there's pressure on Tomlin yeah, too, all these, all these 
all these guys are like defensive minded coaches and Brian Flores, and then and then they're getting like absolutely dunskies thirty seven points and having a few times this year too with the Bills and the Eagles and the big the big teams. I get it, but um, you just want to see that fire in them, and and it's it's who besides. TJ Watt and Heist with a rush in the quarterback. When they're out, you, they go missing. Malik reads and they're doing nothing, right? Um, it's And Cameron Hayward can't do it all himself on the line. The, the Ogan Joby goes quiet too. It's um, it's something in this game, I think, where you're versing a slower, older Matt Ryan. Can you can you can you put you know put them put some pressure? And they did that a few times with Wallace made a pick last week and they got the pick from TJ. But where's the pressure? It's it's uh. It's frustrating to, to know how much money has been put in the defense and not happening. But TJ is coming back, I guess, more healthier, uh, healthier this week too. Minka just got back from his surgery, you know. So I reckon they can have a chance, but it's going to be de- going to be de- very deflating to see them lose to the Colts. And also, it's it's Mike Tomlin versus Jeff Saturday, you know, in the coaching uh, coaching realm too. Jeff Saturday's third game, he's one on one. So, and, and Coach Thomas had 16 years experience. So, you know, go and do the coaching tool bag and figure out how to beat this team. And like, I'm not saying playoffs now, but like, just get a win. Like, we need a win. They, they we have not seen this in a in a long time. They could they could very well go three and eight. But big game on Monday night. Th- uh, the what are the what are the Colts four seven and one <laughs> or something? Uh, like, four, draw, six and one, I think. Four six and one. And we're three and seven, so that's a good game for Monday Night Football, which is good because I can't change that one. So should be exciting. Kenny Pickett versus Matt Ryan. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say if it was going to be Ellinger, like uh, a Texas fan, like that's not that. That's but look, they should be able to shut down Matt Ryan, surely. You'd think so. I mean, Jonathan so. Taylor was back, so, are, like, you know, he had 84 who yards. Are receiver, who are their receivers? Who do they have on their – they still have that Pittman guy, uh, right? Michael Pittman, Campbell, Alex Pierce, Kyle Great, Granson at tight end, Miley Cox at tight end. They didn't throw on to Jelani Woods. Right. Plus the running back, uh, Jonathan Taylor. So, there's some guys yeah. there. And that was Zach Moss. He's not – he's a de- – I actually think he's a decent running back, so. Right. So that's the thing. Can we see this this team actually shut out a defense? You know, because they but they did it against a, a bad team with the Saints. The second half was fantastic. You know, mm. and Shane says we still have seven games left. We do, we do have seven games left. But you got to you got to start to win, and you need the win men, winning mentality now. I'm not a tank guy. I'm not tanking. tanking they need a big, much. but they need a big. Still, to me, the Steelers need a thirty-five to 17 wins something 35 to 30 where the defense plays lights out the offense plays lights out and everyone goes and it's just the confidence boost that that exactly a bit of confidence in the team but 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 these you you know these one score margins it's just not enough i don't remember the last time we've had a blowout win like like that maybe three years possibly and the good teams do it panthers game yeah, the, the good teams like the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Eagles, and like they're not saying we, we are them, but they do. That's what they do, take care of bad teams. But this will come down to a field goal, I think, as well. Um, and of course, we don't have Chris Boswell, so we have Matthew Wright in there. So we'll see how that goes. But it's inside a dome, you know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to – I'm going to have a look and see, like, why we're talking and what the overall – Didn't uh, didn't Minka Fitzpatrick was... have that, that um, uh, 90-yard interception? You know, against um the Colts, and the one that you and I, you know, sometimes off air, I do that commentary, 
Yeah, 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 that was um, the one, right? Brissette threw the ball to him, and yeah, it was were, amazing. To see. A, a twelve so yard they, line or something, and he they got to just step up, eh? They, they they just have to. Um, Shane reckons we're gonna the um yeah. we're gonna blow them out like you know birthday candles, mate. They're done easy. You know, see you later. So we'll see what happens. It's just it's just I I don't know. I was so hot. We only broke thirty points. Right, but we won thirty eight to seven in 2020 i'm looking at 2021 um blowout oh it was brian hoyer it was brian hoyer through no, the pick to, no to oh it was percept came into in in that game though or oh, he got injured in that game i think he got injured in that game mm. Yeah, Brissett was definitely in there because he, he had to, yeah, I remember he had the jersey, like seven jersey. Um, yeah, 2021, we didn't blow anyone out, like what I would deem a blowout. And he, yeah, but even like, a, to me, the, the defense off, played but... played well against the Saints. They didn't allow any points second half. And then it all fell to pieces. That's what's, what's really struggling, you know. Um, there's no consistency in this defense. Like they make a big play. And of course they still can't get away on third, third downs. They make a big player sack and it's, you know, they're in the backfield or, and then of course it's a whole team game too. TJ gets the interception. They can't score any points off it. You know, it's, I have no real, like any expectation this week. I was so hyped for the Bengals game. Now I'm just like, I'm just default. I'm even, because I don't know what to expect. I'm going to say deflated. <laughs> no, every time I get myself like hyped up and maybe it might take me another day. But what will hype me up even You'll more? You'll be hyped up, man. If the Ravens lose, which they could, by the way, the Jacksonville Jaguars are a really good team. If the Browns lose and the Bengals lose, we got a chance. <laughs> uh, Alan says, what are, you, what are you watching? Right at the moment, nothing nothing much. I'm not really a serious kind of guy. Uh, more of a Steelers, Steelers guy. I don't really related to uh, um, this team. Oh. This series, but yeah. Oh, There's another comment that said if our secondary shows up, we have a, a shot at winning big. And I don't know. And they have to be. You've, you've talked about it too. Me and me and Owen have quoted you a few times on our stuff, and uh, we talked about. You said that uh, they needed a cornerback number one. They haven't got that. I said that all off. I'm done. I'm, 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 I'm telling you. Yeah. That's what I know. I'm saying. I, I, but I said when when the week you were out, I said it to Shannon like. I, I sat here all year, all off season. I said you need a quarterback number one, uh, cornerback number one. Sorry. And what did I say? Nah, she'll be right. And you're like, no, they need a quarterback number one, and we do. <laughs> no, they've got three twos, maybe. Maybe I'm one. I'm like, man, we have Wallace. We have Levi Wallace, and you're like, no, 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 they need a quarterback number one. You're right. That's why everyone keeps talking about. Oh, in the draft, they go get like Will Anderson. I'm like, no, trade back three or four spots, get a bunch of picks, and get like Kylie Ringo or some, one of the top corners, and and then you got to go out and get a tackle, like. <laughs> We have a comment in the old live chat, which, you know, it's so funny, the live chat. Uh, JJ52 says, fire Roger Goodell. I agree. And fire all the referees. I agree. Isn't that a tribute? Didn't one of the Power Rangers die this week? Yeah, I think it might have been the the, 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 the green for actually. I can't remember his name. Yeah. yeah JJ, JJ has his... Um, uh, his profile image is... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Power so, Ranger. I, yeah. I, I don't know. He's quite moment. a young bloke too. I think it was about 50 years old or something. Yeah. Yeah. He looked a lot younger in the photo that I saw. I think that was our generation when we were growing up watching the Power Rangers, you know? Yeah, it was our, it was our Power Ranger generation. Mm -hmm. Go, go, Power Rangers. But, mate, we got it. Look, I don't know about you. 
I still am hopeful for this team. I really am. But I just want to see it on the field, and we just want to see in that. Yes, yeah, so JJ says, yeah, rest in peace, J- Jason David Frank. So Yeah, 100%. Uh, rest in peace. Jealous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I want, I like I want the Power Rangers. Is it was always kind of like versing like a Godzilla monster. Do you know what I never understood? Why did they attack the why did the uh, the evil guys always attack one by one? Attack all together. <laughs> just go out there and, and just attack, you know what I mean? Like I didn't understand that that concept. Were you a Captain Planet fan? Uh kinda. No, no, no. You don't have to oversell to me. Oh, I hated Captain Planet. So I was I was all right. Like I was more of a fan of the X Men and like like Gambit and Rogue, and I was like, man, I wish I was Gambit, yeah. you know, because Rogue was fine. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. cartoon form. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But that was the 90s, 90s for me. I wasn't really a big fan of Captain Planet, to be honest. No, I didn't like it at all. Mm. No, uh, we didn't. Uh, the yeah, response to that chat. Um, George says, my kids are into the Power Rangers. I wouldn't say it was like my favorite thing, but I, I would watch it when it came on. Yeah. Look Brian Brown says, like Scooby-Doo. This is like the pizza podcast. This is going down well, the route of a pizza podcast. The thing is, look how far like we've gone from... Because we're three and seven, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, how much can we really talk about the Steelers? You know what I'm saying? Like, we just... I keep saying it. We, we, we've been saying this for two years, though. There's something missing. And it is like the pizza podcast. Um, but I don't, I don't know what to feel about this game. It's Monday Night Football, and I'm, like, I'm not excited yet. I'm not excited yet. Do we want to see a big game from Najee Harris and he's like, oh my goodness, he's back, you know, or something like that? I don't know. What <sighs> the thing about that though? Oh God, Jed Devil, yeah, Gargoyles. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh man, I was going to go into a good Steelers take, but ah, oh, sorry, I had to go back there. Gargoyles, top show. What about um? Did you ever watch our Top Cat? Not Top. Um, there was Tom Cats, and it was two cat they were like humans with like a cat face and they had this fighter jet it was awesome it was one of my favorite shows sure. and also the big other big one was darkwing duck do you know do you remember darkwing duck that was one of my no. favorite yeah i met the guy that did the voice for darkwing duck when i was in my early in my mid-20s at a at one of those comic cons and i got like a signed picture from him i thought it was the best thing ever was he was he a steelers fan i don't know Thundercats, that's it. That's it. Uh, okay, okay. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. That's it. JJ five two. That's what it was. Thundercats. Who would be the best quarterback in, in as a cartoon, like in a, in a cartoon person? You know what I'm saying? Who would be not, the, like, the not, best not, quarterback? Not, not not Johnny Bravo. Oh, he's, he's a tall fella. But like, who would be the best guy you want on your team if you had to choose like a cartoon? <laughs> uh, Johnny Bravo and Johnny Manziel, like the same person. <laughs> Oh, cartoon character. Like, would you go Batman? Would you go Superman? Would you go, you know, those kind of dudes? Would you go... Batman's got a lot of tools in his belt. Yeah. Does fit with Pittsburgh. Who can fire the rocket, though? Who can fire the, you know, the football? It's a great question. By the way, I have no answer to my own question. I'm just asking you. No, no, that's fine. Oh, that's a, that's, that's a good idea. Goku. Not even on a Dragon Ball Z. Well, I was thinking about Dragon Ball Z. I was like, I was thinking about that. Oh, but so I like the Moxie of Vegeta. Too. I like the Moxie of, Moxie of Vegeta, though. So. Um, That's a good answer. Spider-Man's in here, too. That's a good answer, too. I like that. Silver Surfer. Hmm. Flash. That's a, oh, that's a good answer, too. But Flash yeah, should be a running back. I can be running back. You can be, it's a mobile quarterback these days, you know? 
You know what? I'm picking Hawkeye. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm picking Hawkeye because well, he can actually... like, get the ball into the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was not the person I would expect my, myself to say. Um, oh, Bugs, yeah. Bunny in, uh, Bugs Bunny in Athletic Space Gym. He's Athletic in Space Gym. Yeah, that's true. I don't feel like I don't feel like I love the answer the the you know, the answer of Hawkeye. Brian Brown says, "What about SpongeBob? He he probably maybe you, you undrafted. What where he undrafted. lays out? It's like like in the cartoon where his like legs fall out underneath him every time he gets like done. <laughs> now Roadrunner, like... Roadrunner, Cordell Stewart, Roadrunner. <laughs> I think SpongeBob would be your undrafted quarterback. Like he'd be someone like the third in the depth chart. You know, you're not you're gonna go to, you're not gonna go to SpongeBob. to be like, hey man, can you go out and win us a game? I don't think that's going to happen. You know what? No, I'm picking Tigger. From Winnie the Pooh? 100%. <laughs> 100% like bouncing around around there. No one can catch him. He's like always positive uh, no matter what. Goes with the flow. <laughs> oh. That's <laughs> Kathy it. Ford's like uh, the man of steel. Yeah, Superman. George Chester, Inspector Gadget. No, I don't use Inspector Gadget as like my um free safety, like secondary in the secondary. I'm just picturing like you know, there's only. Uh, I wish I'm back this much. We would make a great tight end from Star Wars. That's if cool. we had time, we could do the whole roster. We could do the whole roster of like X Men. Well, you know what I'm saying. Well, this this is the thing because I mean, oh come on, Wolverine's an outside linebacker for sure. No, nah, I mean, he plays safety. He's Weapon X. He's Brian Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Harrington, comment of the day. The live chat of the day. <laughs> oh, I apologize for this. What you say? Plankton from SpongeBob could replace Matt Canada as offensive coordinator. Because his plans always fail. Is that right? Yeah, Bill Litz is like Foghorn Leghorn for head coach. I love it so much. I love it. This is great. This is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. Who, who would you, you have? Who would you have as running back? I was going to say that. I, you know, I tell you what. I'd probably go. I, you know what I'd have to go with? Probably the Hulk or someone like that. You don't want to make. He's him a bit angry. big to get through the line, though. But he'd just get over the line. I, but I'm just picturing like, are we? Is it like? Is it cartoon versus cartoon, or is it like? Yeah, I guess it have to be right. So I'd probably choose in a in a fantasy draft. I'd probably go for the Hulk. No, no, Juggernaut. Juggernaut's in my guy. That's the guy. Juggernaut from X Men. He's the the big. Uh, you You're know a that big X Men. Hey, yeah, I know a little bit about it. Yeah, he's um a lot of fans. A lot of fans down in Tampa Bay, Florida, will know about Juggernaut. They will. I'm picking the guy. I'm having a mental blank. Who's the um? Who does Bertista play in Guardians of the Galaxy? Um. Ah. Uh, don't know. Uh, but he'd be my guy. Juggernaut would be the guy. He's huge. Or Beast. Beast would be a, Beast would be a good tight end too from yeah, X Men. Yeah, I'll back that. Yeah. Um, it is. Oh, Drax. Yeah, I'm picking Drax. Drax is my running back, man. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Ninja Turtles is a good a good addition to the equation. I like that. Puts uh, split, Splinter as a uh, special teams coach. <laughs> oh, it's hard to beat Deadpool as quarterback, but he's a wide receiver, man. Now nah, Deadpool's a wide receiver for sure. I love this. Oh. Kathy Popeye. Where would Popeye play? Fullback. 
I reckon fullback. Full fullback, yeah, that's true. You, know you got mean? spinach, man. Get yeah, yeah. In there. Oh, so you got you got Popeye at fullback, got uh Juggernaut and running back, and who'd you have a quarterback? Well, I said Hawkeye for the accuracy, but I don't know if I love that. I don't I don't I'm not loving that. Hmm. Okay, one more. What about receiver? Who would play receiver? I reckon Deadpool. I can I can stay to Steelers. I like Deadpool as a receiver rather than a quarterback. Really? I think, you're putting, the... I think you're putting Flash in the slot. Um Someone said him? someone said Silver Surfer. I always like that guy too. He'd be cool as a receiver. You'd be right. Again, I kind of like him as a safety though. There is like cartoon experts out there, like who who create games. They're gonna to listen to this podcast from Tampa Bay, and they're gonna be like, they're gonna make this game, and we're gonna miss out on all the royalties. We're gonna see this game in like two years' time. We're like, damn, X Men football. That's a great idea. I do like Goku. I do think Goku is a strong pick, but not everyone. He's a savage. Likes Dragon Ball Z. You never watch Dragon Ball Z. No, but no, he's a savage though. He's cre- yeah. he has that. He creates that ball of energy for about seven years. Keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> that's called the dynasty Captain America we didn't even think about Captain America that's not bad Captain America would be a running back for me actually he'd be going really? through the holes that's my that's my that's my running back that's Captain America there. yeah this has to be a game by the way I need to be I need to reach out to my guys and Thor is Go like man. tight end like Thor tight end for sure true yeah what about long snapper <laughs> <laughs> I'll just Christian Goods he's, he's a hero <laughs> yeah He's already my hero in my heart. <laughs> Love that guy. Long Get into snapper. the Pro Bowl, guys. Go and vote Christian Kunz to the Pro Bowl, please. I picked Chewy to be the. I picked Chewy to be the long snapper. Chewy can long snap tight end. Yeah, I think. All right. Well, Mark, for the for the listeners out there, <laughs> this is going to go on their Sunday. For those that are listening on the audio side of things, the games tomorrow. <sighs> What are the what are the three things that they need to be thinking about ahead of the game? You have to get, I think, defensive wise is is design a plan to confuse Matt Ryan. I know I know it's like an easy pick, but just it's Matt Ryan. He's not elite anymore. Confuse him, pressure him, get to the quarterback. That's one. Uh, secondly, I think on the offense is Kenny Pickett needs to progress even further. Of course, don't don't go back into yeah. interceptions. Don't make silly plays. Find the open man. Get the ball down the field. If it's short passes, sweet. Get it down the field. And I still want to see. I want to see. I'm really intrigued about the run game because it looks like that Warren's going to be out. So when Warren's out, McFarlane might step up, and Najee Harris is going to be his game to take to take over. That's 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 my three. Yeah, I love it. I, I agree with you. I think this isn't Najee versus Jonathan Taylor. Like prove prove yourself, Najee. And like, I think it comes down to Minka and Edmonds have to have a big game to pull up their mates in the secondary. And Kenny, like, come hell or high water, the the offense as a whole needs to help Kenny out, and and namely that starts with the play calling and how they're like what the matchups look like this week. Um, but you know what? I feel like I know I say it kind of every couple of weeks. I feel like Connor Haywood's gonna have a big game changing play. That's what I'm feeling. It's it's the day for it. it's prime time. Let's let's give let's give him a go. You know. But with that, that's going to wrap up this week's Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peveril with Marky D, Marky Davison, as always. Go Steelers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.